tell you something. Um, <laughs> I really think that it's important to shove babies. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a dominance exercise. You know, just... <laughs> Just like, just let them well, know who's got the medicine and, and who puts the hay apart. Charlotte, I am so excited about lace making. Oh, Jeannie, but I don't, you've been I don't talking think... about lace making since, uh, since Thursday morning when we, when we, when we just chopped a, a restaurant in half with our hands. <laughs> well, synthetic fiber is really making a comeback uh, ever since Beauregard shat on a, on a billiard ball. <laughs> Yeah, that really did change what people thought about fibers, especially because there were some fibers kind of near there, and nobody really wanted to mess with that anymore for a while. Everyone was like, do you have anything that, like, can't possibly be uh, infected with anything? And they're like, synthetic fibers. But now, Charlotte, listen, you have been so into crocheted lace for a long time because that's, right. that's what your mom taught you. But what about laugh uh, lace? <laughs> Well, uh, laugh lace is something that you that that you you really want to put an a, an otter into and uh, and just carry him to work or to school if you if you learn at work. <laughs> you mean if you pretend that school is work? Uh, either or. I don't know what I I don't know what I said or meant, and I can't really talk about it uh, intelligently at this time. Charlotte, I'm so excited about. Bobbin lace. Now, bobbin lace, as the name suggests, is made with bobbins and a pillow. And the bobbins, uh, we turn that from wood, bone, plastic, or crows. <laughs> we just we seize crows when they come near, and uh, we turn them into a stylish home craft. Yeah, you know, after you do it a couple times, they don't really come near. Uh, they, <laughs> the first couple of them get it, and then uh, like the other ones are like, we're not really gonna go near those two anymore. And yeah, you know, and that's when we have to move on. Uh, we can make it out of fishing poles or uh, <laughs> fishing ponds. We can wrap yarn around a lake and. Uh, if you have enough yarn, you could get all the way around, and everyone's like, why are you doing that? And by the time you're around, you can't remember. <laughs> well, can you? Here, here's a quiz, a quiz, okay? Uh, okay. What's okay. the most famous kind of bobbin lace? <laughs> that's a great quiz. It's Chantilly lace. Uh, you're kidding me. No. That's, that, that's why they have that song. Yeah, it's that famous song. I said that famous song that goes like, like, uh, pork is edible, but you are not. You know, like that one? Yeah. Well, I think it, it's more like this. It's like, I have a, ma a mixed expression. <laughs> kind of like that. It might be like that. Yeah. I mean, there was, I, I feel like I remember when I was at my, at my senior prom, I was like, mosquito cheese, you can make it. <laughs> and I was like, do I know this song? great slow dance. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the, that was the last song of the night. There was Bob Seger's version of that. It was so pretty. <laughs> uh, my favorite is it. My favorite prom song, oh, we danced so hard to this, was Bon Jovi's Butt Makers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that was a really pretty one. Um, I, I, I think, I think my favorite one was probably, you know, this is, this is where I met Arthur, uh, you know, we, where we, where we first, we first slow danced to, uh, it was, it was Poisons, Why Don't You Care Anymore, But You Can Start Again. 
<laughs> yeah, that's one of those songs where almost all the lyrics are in the title. <laughs> yeah, it almost takes as long to say what song it is. Yeah. And then the song is already over. Yeah. Well, the reason I talk about Bob and Lace so much is we've gotten so much response from our listeners recently about Bob and Lace. And we that's sure because have. Uh, Trudy Rako, uh, who is uh, one of the originators of uh, the, the, the bone uh, Bob and Lace, uh, her felt was, ro- was run over by a clam truck. <laughs> you know, the thing that most of us don't know is that there are trucks that are just for that. You know, because once you pack a truck full of clams, like, nobody wants to, like, send out their yeah. sweaters in that truck. It's yeah, kind of like... you can't use it for, like, furniture. Yeah, let's just have it be just for clams forever now. Yeah, um, it has to be dedicated yeah. to that purpose. And Just actually, like anything, Clams, but... Clams Forever was my other favorite prom song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of was like this. Fake birds <laughs> are a great way to decorate for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it wasn't really a springtime song, but <laughs> it just it just was so beautiful that year. So we just, we used yeah. it, you know, just like we used each other's bodies for so- soil samples. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're also going to talk about Cameo Glass. Now, next week, we're going to have uh, my old buddy. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember when I, I lived out in Krina, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, you uh, you you did you spent a couple years as a as a tennis uh, d- d- disruptor. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. Uh, you 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 just hope that people will be tolerant uh, and understand that this is something you've worked hard on and you need to to do and to be paid for. You need to be paid. Right. Like you hope that they're tolerant of it, but not so tolerant that you're not being disruptive anymore. You know, like. <laughs> That's right. But uh, my old friend from out there, uh, uh, Tina Cralio, she um, (laughs) is going to be here talking about Cameo Glass. Now, Cameo Glass, of course, for anyone who doesn't know, is a luxury form of glass art produced through etching and carving. Uh, And breaking it is not what you want to (laughs) do. It's not recommended. Um, yeah, I mean, well, one of the, one of the uh, my favorite uh, techniques, and and Tina is just a just a wizard at it. Is oh yeah, is uh, is is giving crazy people the finger. Uh, <laughs> well, that and and also the ancient Roman cameo glass art, both of those things. <laughs> yeah, she's great at either one, uh, whichever yeah. one you need done. Uh, yeah. Tina's Tina's your gal. And um mm-hmm. and we're and actually what's going to be really exciting is next you know we're we're going to be selling this week all the way up through next week we're going to be selling kits that you can make some ki- nice beautiful cameo glass yourself mm-hmm. it comes with yes. glass it comes with a with a really hot rod that you can uh, <laughs> you can just smoke up your house with and <laughs> it comes up with a, a it comes with a smell that you can't identify but uh, as soon as you throw the box away it goes away so you kind of rule it out. yes and uh if you order sometime in in the next week uh, we're gonna have a special sale you'll get this plate plate uh full of beetle uh nuts (laughs) and what are beetle nuts exactly well uh in in the ancient roman times Mm -hmm. uh free uh freon was not really used because they hadn't really developed the air conditioner i pulled that together yet no (laughs) 
But what they did have to cool themselves was beetle nuts. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now what you that have to do. It doesn't sound refreshing, but it <laughs> is. Oh, but it is. Uh, what you do is you go up to a beetle who just run a mile, um, and. <laughs> And <laughs> which, which for a beetle is even farther than it is for you. <laughs> Considerably farther. And uh, you'd, you'd give him a gift, uh, something snowy. Uh, <laughs> and, and you'd surprise him so much with a gift that his nuts will come off. And uh, you just smash them on your face for a really just kind of a brisk, refreshing feeling. That is a surprising gift. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen seen a gent get so surprised his nuts just fly off. <laughs> maybe well, I'm that's, just not thinking their... of good enough gifts. Maybe I don't know. Well, it's unique to their species, oh, okay. and that's why uh, they've okay. they've died off mostly yeah. because uh, you know Christmas time, you know, and birthdays, they just <laughs> they lose their nuts. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I. I wish I didn't know about yeah. any of it, but I <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about it. And you, too, can think about it. Uh, if you want to you know, just get, read up on it, this week it's uh, where we're going to be selling a book at, as well that'll go along with the Beetle Nuts. It's called Beetles, Nuts, Weed Whackers Aren't Part of Beetles and Nuts and Praying. And... <laughs> It adds a religious part at the last chapter, just to kind of get... It's sort of like eat, pray, love, except it's just like beetle nut, pray, uh, more beetle nut. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look quite as good as one of, on one of those rustic signs you put in your living room. No, no, it sure um, doesn't. And uh, what we're going to be focusing on is moccasins. We're going to make traditional Indian footwear out of buster. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's he hasn't found out about it yet, but no, he it's that we're definitely gonna save it till he's here uh, in studio. Yeah, um, he sheds uh, about a quarter pound of skin per week. Uh, he has a condition. And, you know, I didn't know we had measured it, but that does sound right. Yeah. Yeah. But but you can add different uh, different smells to it. Uh, you oh, can... sure. Look, we have all these scents for sale. Look, here. You oh, take this. This is just, oh, my. Oh, God. This is beautiful. Let me just. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is my favorite one actually. This is one one of my very favorites. Um, this is uh, this is called oregano farmer in heat. And... <laughs> Because they really do smell different in early spring. <laughs> you can tell, yeah, you yeah. can tell. Um, this what, one is a crass, crass bird watchers. <laughs> that's, that's a, Usually it's a, they're so polite. It's a real subtle smell because there aren't as many of them, but uh, <laughs> but they get but they get extra crass. They do. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this one, uh, this one is uh, uh, this is called uh, cranberry notebook, and uh, that's real pretty. Yeah, um, now, smell this one. You and I, this is one of our favorites. Smell it. See if you can oh. tell me which one it is. Oh, my gosh. Wait, is this, this isn't the one, this isn't, uh, this isn't called a vanilla, a vanilla hula hoop off of a cliff, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 similar. Uh, this is brains on fire. <laughs> oh, that's, I, you know, it's funny. As soon as I said, I was wondering if it was brains yeah. on fire. Oh, yeah. that is really nice. Now, what's in that? There? I'm smelling lavender. I'm smelling lunch lavender. And <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling um, boiling baseball player. Uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, there's just a hint of blood. Of blood. 
<laughs> Just a little, because who wants yeah. a lot? Um, yeah, but it's not regular blood. It's huh. It's harmonica blood. You remember? Uh, gosh, this was I think in ninth grade. Oh, remember Sa- Sam Henry? Sa- I, I, I wait a the minute band? now. Sam, there was a band called Sam Henry when we were. No, in- Sam Henry was the lead singer. The band was called Rude Bode- Boating Instructor. Oh, Sam, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Rude Boating Instructor were fantastic. Oh yeah. They were really tight. I mean, they had they had uh, an accordion that they would throw through a window, and <laughs> and, uh, and, and whichever one of them could scramble up in there, he was the accordion player for the night. Absolutely. Now, the method that we were working on is referred to two over two, and uh, that's two embroidery threads used to stitch over two fabric threads. But the one we're going to work on today is called underwear. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's where you find a, bla- uh, a, a blade manufacturing center, <laughs> and you take the underwear off uh, one of the workers without them knowing it. You gotta be very distracting. Um, <laughs> and you know, folks, don't expect that you can do all this when you first start uh, doing crafting. These are techniques that you hone over decades. And honestly. that's the fun of it. Yeah. The fun of it is you never are any good at any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you just read about it and practice it and then give up. That's right. You watch a show, you go, oh, that sounds fun. And then five minutes later, it's out of your head completely for the rest of your life. That's right. Now, um, Joanna Lepianowski-Roberts, uh, she, in the cross-stitching community, she's pretty much a rock star. She's the one that the reproduction of the Sistine Chapel. Well, <laughs> wow. she, Yeah, and she has moved on to the new thing she's working on is there's going to be a, la- a laser nugget uh, being... Uh, re- reconstructed by an old farting a donkey snowman. <laughs> that is good. That's an ambitious project. That's <laughs> <laughs> a really ambitious project. Uh, you know, she, but she, that's that's her style, though. Her oh, style yeah. is to oh, go yeah. big. I mean, one yeah. time she uh, she uh, crocheted a slipcover for the entire city of Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Um, actual sure, she size. Also, uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, remember that time she made a black bird uh, out of su- soup? <laughs> I do, I do. That was, it was like a smaller scale, but much harder to try to do. And, and I think, I think what people forget, though, is, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money on this stuff. You know, no. people, people, you know, people get all excited about the new tools and all this stuff. But, you know, my granny, she used to do it with two sticks Two pieces of yarn, two young boys dressed like otters that she would, uh, she would whip and uh, make them cry, uh, but they kind of liked it, and uh, uh, she didn't, might have even been able to get by without them and just done with the sticks and the yarn. <laughs> but that was yeah, crazy, you, you know. You, you, it sounded really Spartan until you brought like two <laughs> other people into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. So anybody who's into this really traditional. Um, those European cross stitches, the Italian cross stitch, the Celtic cross stitch. You're gonna love today's show. Oh yeah, it, it's you know it's it looks so elegant, but it's so easy. It's just mm-hmm. like slapping a, a crossing guard. It's like you can just walk <laughs> up and do it, and no one can stop you. And it's just like that. 
Now let's let, let's uh, let's work on our first project, our first crocheting project. Absolutely. Uh, now, this one was sent in by. Uh, it looks like it was sent in by Greta Hilsheim uh, from uh, from Horkinson, Manitoba. <laughs> Some of those Canadian towns really sound odd. Well, you know, it's like it's so cold. You got to give yourself something to say that just keeps you warm. I guess. That's right. And this this kind of um, crocheting was originated by the Pluck Indians uh, of that area. <laughs> Yeah, they were named that uh, by something they would do to each other when they were asleep. And uh, everyone was like, I really wish you wouldn't do that. And they're like, it's kind of who we all are. So we're like, all right. <laughs> you know, your funeral, but that's what we're calling you. Okay. Yeah, you know, if someone is called, you know, called a something, then don't ask them not to do that because they're probably not going to stop. <laughs> I mean, that's a very strange warning to give. I don't know how often that's going to come up, but well, I'm just saying, if someone's like, if 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 a, if a bunch of Indians are called the rug, the, the rooster uh, flaying Indians, then you know you're wasting your breath to tell them not to flay roosters. Yeah, I suppose that's true. It just I'm, my point still stands. I don't think that comes up a lot, but yeah. Well, now that I've said this, I think it'll surprise you. <laughs> sure. And um, what we're going to, one uh, sort of area that we want to talk about with crocheting today is the strong taper of the shepherd's hook. Now, the shepherd's hook is a, is a tool that you have to have, you know, every crocheter has to have it. But what people don't realize is blaming your mom for, sher for sherbet enticement is not fair. <laughs> You know, she did the best she could. <laughs> you know, what did she know? I mean, you know, when when my mother was a boy, uh, she was really mostly a girl, uh, but she felt like a little sherbet little baby boy. And mm -hmm. uh, and when she was a kid, you know, sugar hadn't been invented yet. They used to have to sweeten things with stools. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember those old stories, you know. We we are we really take for granted the tools that we have to to work on the crafts that oh, we yeah. love. You know, back then I remember uh, remember I told you my great grandmother talked about that when they worked with on beadwork back in her day, they had to clam themselves with church juice. <laughs> you know. You, you would be surprised how hard you got to work to get any juice out of a church. Um, uh, my my great maitre d, uh, f f uh, <laughs> uh, phony Frank. Uh, he used to make a, he used to make a telephone sauce out of wondering what kind of crispiness was available that day. I you know. They used to have a little section of the paper, which would tell you. <laughs> but I thought you were going to say they had a section of the paper just about what he was doing that day, <laughs> just so you could kind of stay in the other part of town. But no, it would say it would say you know today's crispiness, you know, and then it would say what kind. What various things yeah. would be crispy that day? It wouldn't be everything yeah. every time. Oh no! Come on. <laughs> I feel like I insulted you. <laughs> of course, you always experience the heartbreak of a blah of black holes. 
And <laughs> yes, yes. There's there's one surefire way to avoid them. The way to Just avoid them, them is well, because I've got to step away. So tell them. Oh, for Christ's own sake. Uh, the way, the best place to hide, to avoid a black hole is inside of a churlish turtle's little old baby telephone booth uh, container. It's something that you keep the miniature booth inside. You lock it up and, and you, you dial in the number on there and it's got like a little bit oh of a... Oh my goodness. I finally re re reiterated the dog. <laughs> <laughs> how is the how is the dog's reiteration process these days? Well, you know, Snappy has always been our. Uh, come here, Snappy. 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 Snappy sweetheart. Come here. Come here. Now, Snappy has has been our craft mascot for the last yeah. three years. Uh, they, one and of the best craft dogs in the business. That's right. But this spring, he fudged a dirt wad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was. Uh, he, he, you could tell how guilty he felt when we when we came came back to the studio that day. Yeah, and so we had to send him for a little bit of uh, training to prevent this. Um, but uh, he's doing a lot better right now. Come here, Snappy. Oh, he's oh, doing better. Guy. Look at him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, uh, you can't. He's. I think he's below the camera here, but you can't see. He's. Uh, he's wearing. Uh, one of the costumes that we made for him during Halloween oh, yeah. this year. We made a bunch of great costumes for Snappy, and uh, uh, right now it looks like he's wearing the one that's like Apple in Inviter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one is really cute. I also love this hat uh, we made for him. This hat oh. is made of pure l lug nuts. <laughs> it weighs about 14 pounds. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Poor, <laughs> Poor little fella just drags his head along the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we made these little booties. They're made out of cereal, and uh, <laughs> they're long gone, and I don't even know why I brought them up. He's They've, they've long yeah, been turned into... just wolfed them down. Yeah. yeah. Now... Um, uh, one thing we wanted to touch on is we had, we actually, I'm going to read this question. This is a very interesting question that oh, someone yeah. had uh, about, um, well, it's, it's just a, it's a basic knitting question. And it's a, it's a question that sort of gets glossed over. It seems basic, but it's a lot more complex than you might think. It says, Dear Jeannie and Charlotte, my werewolf was, squ <laughs> was squealing all night. <laughs> Do you think I should wrap his busters up in cranberry sli uh, slices? <laughs> Sincerely, Rod Pecker. <laughs> wow, I bet he had a rough sixth grade experience. <laughs> and he's from Narwhal and Hampshiney. <laughs> Oh, just nailed me. <laughs> Come on, you've been there, haven't you? Of course, of course. Uh, I used to, I used to, I, we used to go up to the big hog wheel uh, up there in <laughs> Hampshiney. Uh, yeah, it's it's home of the biggest custard ba uh, baby. <laughs> That's right, and it's just fifty miles down the road from the from uh, the the world's uh, world's fattest mad man. Um, <laughs> You'd be scared of him, but he can't really get around very well. <laughs> yeah, if you can run like forty yards, you're probably yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's an interesting area. A lot of uh, a lot of craft culture in that area. There's a stitch type that's actually uh, originated there, 
Uh, it's where you bleed hor- horizontally. That's and, right. Uh, and then turn that into thread, and then you you knit with that. That's right. It's also uh, it's also the place where um, uh, do you know that stitch pattern? It's called the hawk vulva. Uh, it's, uh, it's really, it's, it's very difficult and not very gratifying because it's ugly. Um, no Mm -hmm. one, no one likes it, but it's hard to do. Well, well, but that something being ugly and hard to do definitely does not, uh, deter people like us. (laughs) It's like kind of, that almost was going to be the name of the show is (laughs) things that are ugly and hard to do. (laughs) Yeah. When I feel like when it comes to a lot of these crafts, uh, the uglier it is, like kind of the more people seem to be into it, <laughs> right? And uh, the more time in your life it takes up to get anywhere near able to do it, the the more exciting it is for the kind of people who watch a show like this. You yeah, know, it's I just feel like, like yeah. I feel like people. You know, one of the first things you should do when you're doing a long prison sentence is just get into this because <laughs> right. Right. It'll really make the time be horrible, uh, which is <laughs> what you should be doing in there, you know, to help rehabilitate you. You should feel as bad as possible. I mean, do you guys know you can just buy blankets? You can just buy them. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and once you buy it, you can use it to, you can punch people through it. <laughs> you can punch people through anything, really. <laughs> There's, yeah, take a... Take a chair and put your hand, like, through the slats and just punch someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, if you buy, uh, if, if you buy uh, some soup, uh, you could just pour the soup like a little waterfall and just poo-poo, just punch right through the, <laughs> the soup waterfall. Yeah, and uh, there's a troll, there's a train uh, sta- station uh, blanket uh, mm-hmm. That's just for the train station, <laughs> and everybody who comes to this train station uses it, <laughs> and then leaves it for the next person. Yeah, they don't want to; they have to. That's <laughs> that's part of the ID process. Like they check your ID, you got to yeah. sit under the train station blanket for a couple of minutes, <laughs> and then they know you're serious about wanting to ride that train because they look the trains up in Hampshire. They don't want you on there unless you really want to be there. Yeah, you know, when it comes to grappling, the knitting garments, the knitted garments that we're talking about can stretch up to 500%. That means you can put one end around a blue fa- uh, falcon and the other <laughs> end around a, sho- a, a shoving policeman. That's right. And and you still have room left over to, to put uh, t- uh, just like a, a big can of poi into a lunch bag. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I feel bad for all those eleven-year-olds that are going to open their lunch pass, their lunch pail, and see a bunch of poi in there. This giant can of poi that we've put in there. Yeah, that's not, not a, a not a kid favorite. Yeah, I don't even actually know what it is. I just know it's like basically uh, the applesauce of the sea. <laughs> that says it all, I think. Yeah. I I I think it's just, whatever it is, it's just been mushed up to yeah. the just as much as you can. And that was that was actually that was our prom theme, applesauce of the sea. <laughs> I now, remember. Um, I still remember when Gary invited me to the applesauce to the sea dance. Oh wow! Yeah, your I heart remember. Was in your throat, wasn't he, it? Yeah, he 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 got down on one knee, then he got down on the other knee, and then he put his foot down uh, harder <laughs> in, in through the floor. 
Yeah, he was doing like break dancing, really. <laughs> Except like he really broke through to the to the basement. Like half oh, his wow. body fell through, and I had to go down there to tell him yes, I wanted to go. Oh, I remember when you called me. You said Henry came to me with a tele- with a, te- a telemetry badge. That's uh, right. And his eye was sheer was shearing off a layer of uh, fabric from my my collar. <laughs> and and uh, that was he was a really tall, short man, like a really fat, long, wide guy who was sort of narrow, and he could fit through a door if it was closed, <laughs> but not if it was open. No. No, and he, uh, yeah, oh, he was dreamy. He played the clap uh, stringer in the band. <laughs> what? Well, what is the clap stringer? Oh, well, you know how cats will do- will dominate uh, farm animals. Uh, <laughs> like psychologically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, long time ago, tea, tea was, no one knew what it was. <laughs> they they had it like they'd bring it to you at restaurants, but no one knew what they had. No, was it was they like, do we wash our hands in this? Like, what is no, this? No, they didn't name tea until the late 1900s. You're kidding me! I had no, no idea. <laughs> so, what did they call it up to that point? Well, they didn't call it anything. They chirped like a frond monster. <laughs> well, I guess that's the other way to go. I suppose that's. Yeah. Wow. But everyone knew what they meant. Yeah, they I mean, made that sound. That was the one drink that was they were talking about. If like somebody starts chirping like that, <laughs> like a frond monster, you're like, oh, I guess they want that sort of brackish, acidy, uh, hot liquid. <laughs> now I want you to show our uh, our listeners, which will be tough. Yeah. But I want you. <laughs> Well, I think this is a TV show. (laughs) I'll go to each one of their houses. I'll go over to Andy's house. (laughs) Go over to Jen's. It'll be nice. Won't take too long. Um, Yeah, this is a TV show. Sure. Of course it is. Um, So I want you to show the the knitting project you've been working on. She is so excited about this, you guys. She finished this last Thursday, and she... She can't wait to show you. This is really something. I haven't, I, I, you know, I haven't worked on a project of this size in many years. It's just who has the time. But I just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make Gary something special. It's our, uh, it's our lubrication anniversary coming up. <laughs> what year is that? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be an early one, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. No, it's. Uh, I would say it's. Uh, it's. It's. It's the same year that you. Uh, you. You fill a, a canyon with tinfoil, uh, <laughs> and then you go to sleep underneath the tinfoil until it's the next anniversary. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Uh, last year, last year, uh, I got him. Uh, last year was our our golden karate anniversary, and I got him. Uh, <laughs> I got him a, a a really really extra dry bottle of monkey piss. Um, <laughs> well, you just waited till it all dried up, right? Exactly. It was yeah. it was really the easiest part of the job. But this year, I wanted to make him something special. So uh, let me just get this out here. This is uh, it's actually quite uh, heavy because I made it very yes. thick. Here, let um, me help. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I made this. This is a this is a big. Uh, I I I crocheted it out of super glued glass tubes. Uh, 
And uh, I filled it with cough syrup juices that I had uh, I had cooed at like a little dove for, oh. for every night. Uh, see, people don't realize all the steps we go through. That's right. And uh, you see this color here, this pink strain here, this pink area of the uh, uh, of this is. Um, it's a, it's, what I did was I choked a fox to sleep and <laughs> when that's it, not what that's called, by the way, that's called <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's exactly, yeah. that's exactly how you say that about no. foxes no. or foxen, <laughs> as we say. Um, no, if you choke someone to sleep, that's actually killing them. Oh, no, that's, that's, For future reference. that's so, that's so pessimistic. I think, um, <laughs> we don't know if he'll get up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what I thought was um, I would make I would make Gary this beautiful chor chortling jacket. Uh, <laughs> it's something he, he has this sort of like droll little chortle that he does when something's not really funny, but he kind of wants to go along with it. And uh -huh. I thought he needed a nice, beautiful, long floor length coat for it because every man loves a nice floor length. But can he do something, uh, anything else while he's wearing it? No, not if I'm around. No, no, okay, okay. absolutely not. Um, I'm, I'm going to make him a coat for every activity that he likes. He doesn't like many things, so it won't be that. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm glad we, glad we clarified whatever this oh, no. is. Oh, no, Charlotte, look. What's that? You, it's a drop stitch. Oh, I haven't no. seen you drop a stitch for seven years. Well... What you is going what? on with you? I will tell you exactly what happened that night. Gary and I had a really big fight. He, we, we both said that lizards could sword fight if they wanted to, and I said they <laughs> wanted to, and he said they didn't want to. <laughs> oh, no. Marriages have been destroyed over things like that. <laughs> Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's terrible. I've been... I've I've been I've been sleeping in this coiled up snake outside <laughs> every night. That that's kind of dangerous. Oh, I, I feel like he's fine. You know, okay. <laughs> he's one of okay. those ones that, you know, he's more afraid of me than I am of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Charlotte, but I'm afraid we're not going to be able to work together anymore. What? Well. You, you're going to cut me off after one dropped stitch? Well, it's because, dear, uh, we hold ourselves to just much too high of a standard. And you can make excuses like you're sleeping in a snake. <laughs> and, but but it's not good enough. Well, it's not I'm an sorry. excuse, but it's a reason. You goodbye, know. friend. Oh, well. Well, goodbye, I suppose. And goodbye to all of you. Happy crafting until you don't have friends anymore.